Hey, what's good, crew? Welcome back, or welcome to the Canacopia Podcast, where we break down all your cannabis questions alongside expert opinions. I'm your host, Val, and on today's episode, we'll be answering, will CBD get me high? If you're like most people, you've probably heard about CBD, but you're not really sure what it's all about. Who should use it? What kind of benefits might it hold? Today, we're joined by Mike Banhagel, founder and CEO of Seven Points CBD. Seven Points is a company created out of a need for athletes of all types to find big relief and healing so they can keep doing what they love most. An athlete himself, Mike has discovered the power of CBD and he's here to give us insights on what the compound can do for you. Yeah, um, yeah, great segue. Well, CBD is definitely a growing segment of the cannabis market and for a lot of good reasons. Uh, I got involved in it because I've been a mountain biker for a long time um, and probably when I started telling the story, it was three years ago. Now it's closer to four, maybe four and a half years ago. I had a crash, and a buddy gave me some CBD stuff, and I took it like you'd take an NSAID. I, the pain went away, and I stopped taking CBD. And that cycle repeated itself a few times. And then I had a particularly nasty crash, and I stayed on CBD for six or seven weeks. And I never noticed some of the other benefits. I mean, the, the benefits that are touted are pain and sleep and inflammation and moodfulness and better mindfulness generally. Um, I didn't really notice so much of that. I just noticed that I, that I didn't have such immense pain at night and I felt like I slept better and I felt like it helped me recover. Uh, and so when I got to the end of that six or seven week stint, I stopped taking it like I would stop taking Advil. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I noticed kind of a falling off the cliff moment in terms of my sleep and my mood and my mindfulness and some of those other things, some of those other little benefits that build up slowly over time. Um, And so that's when I decided I would start taking CBD on a regular basis. And then after doing more research and understanding how it works, uh, and especially the notion that I get a lot of the positive effects of having cannabis in my system, because we all have a system that craves cannabis. Mm -hmm. We have an endocannabinoid system. Um, without the time travel, I like to call it, of getting high from THC. Uh, And so I started looking into how can I get more involved in this? How could I start a business? And, you know, I'm a father. I have two kids. I have a wife, two dogs, mother-in-law that lives with us. I mean, there's a lot of responsibilities. And we were, you know, obviously in this day and age, we're trying to save every penny we can. But it got to a point where I just had a meeting with the boss, my wife, and we basically just kind of came to a conclusion that this was a really good thing to do. Um, so what took, was this? when did you guys do this? Uh, I started in late in kind of mid, probably third quarter of 2017, okay. um, is when I reduced the idea to practice and contacted a friend and said, Hey, you know, I'm thinking about starting this CBD business and I want to focus on active outdoor lifestyle because those are the people that I get. I mean, they're my people. Yeah. And, you know, being that I'm not a spring chicken so much anymore, I can see the benefits of, okay, so you're starting to age, you still want to do your thing, or, you know, CBD kind of covers a very broad group of people. Um, I just wanted to focus on active outdoor lifestyle and trying to alienate anybody, and I think that we're going to look at ways to market the product to other, other segments of the population so that we're this inclusive brand. Um, but... Uh, it just one thing led to another, and I did the research and started to source where I could buy everything from the bottle to put the tincture in to how to get the labels made to what do I need to say, what's legal, what's not legal, how do I get extract, what's the best carrier oil, or what are the options for all these things. And um, you just 
just immersed myself so deeply in it that there was no turning back. <laughs> well, congrats. You're here now and you have yeah. a beautiful line. Um, yeah, I'm just, wow, that's really exciting. So congratulations for you know, you. your success yeah. thus far. Um, you did touch on, on it while we were talking about that is how CBD, I think probably the biggest, something that's really exciting for a lot of people is that, as you were mentioning, it doesn't give you that time travel, that sort of psychoactive like high. Right. And that's kind of the main question I think we're going to be exploring today in this episode is, can CBD get you high? We've already addressed that it, it can't get you high. So what would you say are some of the, what are the benefits specifically for athletes and that, since that's kind of the space that you work in? And then sure. some of the, you know, for everyday people, you know, just more specifically and how they can kind of achieve that, um, those specific benefits with CBD. Yeah, well, I think the best way to answer that question is to talk a little bit about what I alluded to earlier is the endocannabinoid system okay. that all mammals have. Yeah. So again, I always like to go back and define a mammal. Right. You have a spine, you breathe air, and you give birth to a live child. So that includes whales and dolphins and bunny rabbits and people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Every mammal on the planet has an endocannabinoid system that dates back millions and millions of years. And it was named endocannabinoid because they were literally trying to figure out why THC got people right. high. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the system they discovered was a system of brain chemicals, essentially, neurotransmitters that are produced in the brain receptors, uh, CB1 and CB2 receptors that are either in the brain, central nervous system, pretty much everywhere, but it's very nebulous. It's sort of like a picture of like a, the, the cosmos, right? There's right. hot spots and cold spots. Um, and then you have enzymes that digest these neurotransmitters. And so what THC does is it plugs directly into, so one of the neurotransmitters, let me back up, is called anandamide or yeah. bliss, a, bliss. AEA, yeah. you have the bliss molecule, bliss molecule. exactly. And, and so the bliss molecule, its counterpart is the CB1 receptor. Okay. And what THC does is it mimics anandamide. So when it goes into the, when it gets in circulation and gets into your bloodstream and finds its way to your brain, which it's going to do very quickly, um, it plugs right into a CB1 receptor. And your brain says, hang on a second, that's not exactly anandamide. I'm not getting the signal I thought I was going to get a completely different signal but let's just go with it. Right. Okay. And that's where the, that's where the euphoric high comes yeah. from. It's so famously known, you know, the pot high or whatever you want to call it, the buzz. Um, and so what CBD does. And so then there's another component of these enzymes. So there's AEA and then there's, uh, two AG, two arachnidonal glycerol. That's another chemical that the, another, uh, neurotransmitter that the brain makes. Um, so they have their counterparts. Anandamide's counterpart is FAAH, which is an enzyme. It's fatty acid amide hydrate or something, a mm-hmm. long scientific name. Yeah. <laughs> um, but FAAH, its job is to degrade and recycle anandamide. Okay. Um, and then there's, uh, for, for 2AG, there's another enzyme called MAGL. And so 2AG is generally associated with the CB2 receptors everywhere else. So CBD doesn't plug into a CB1 or CB2 receptor. What okay. it does is it engages the enzyme FAAH and slows down the degradation oh, of, okay. yeah, so it slows down the degradation of anandamide, mm-hmm. the bliss molecule, and leaves more in circulation. And so when you take a high quality CBD, it's going to slow down the degradation oh. of anandamide. And then if you're taking something that has a lot of fatty acids, omega-3, 6, and 9 fatty acids, those help your brain make even more anandamide. So you see how this thing, this ship starts right. turning slowly in the right, right direction. Um, so that's what it does. Now the endocannabinoid system's job is to maintain health and homeostasis throughout the body from the cellular to the organ to the organism as a whole. 
And that's both mentally and physiologically. So getting back to your question of how does this help an athlete? Right. Well, most of us recover. Well, not most of us. We all recover while we sleep. That is the primary function of sleep is recovery. And if you've ever had a bad scrape or a broken bone or something, sprained ankle, you notice that it always hurts more at night. Okay. That's because our bodies heal at night. And so the sleep cycle is meant to help the body heal. The better sleep we get, the faster we're going to recover. And that, co that comes down to whether or not you have a broken bone or a sprained ankle or any, any other physiological problem. And actually mental problems, are, a lot of that is calmed down by having a high quality sleep cycle. Mm -hmm. um, and so when someone, an athlete works out really hard and they break their body down, well, sleep is part of that recovery process. So if we're calming the mind and we're preparing the mind for sleep, mm -hmm. so CBD doesn't make you sleepy, but because its job is to promote homeostasis from the mind to the body, from the cellular level back to the whole organism, sleep is part of what it helps regulate. Okay. Now, I have to be very careful not to make a medical claim and say, right. if you take X, you're going to have Y. Um, but it's, I mean, it, the writing's on the wall. I mean, the testimonials are all over the internet for people who take whether it's my product or any other quality product. And yeah, sleep benefit is a huge piece of it. Uh, and also the homeostasis comes into effect too because uh, inflammation, your body is out of homeostasis. So mm -hmm. the endocannabinoid system is going to work to push it back. It's literally said to be the link between mind and body. Um, mm -hmm. So for example, it's a hot day and you're going to start sweating. Mm -hmm. um, you're exercising. The brain sends an involuntary electrical impulse to the sweat glands to start making sweat. Well, the first physiological domino to fall involves the endocannabinoid system. Wow. That's the first physiological, and then so larger and larger dominoes tip mm -hmm. until sweat's coming out of your pores. So that's, okay. to a great extent, the healthier your endocannabinoid system, theoretically, the healthier you're going to be as a being. And so the sleep cycle is a big part of that. Recovery is a big part of sleep. Did I answer the question? Yeah, okay. I think so. Yeah. All right. Something we get asked a lot by new cannabis consumers is where to begin their cannabis journey if they don't want to inhale or smoke anything. The answer we have to that is high quality, properly dosed edibles. Now, there are a lot of companies out there, but Baked Bros is a notch above the rest. This company is focused on health and wellness, and they boast a dedication to medication. With Baked Bros, what you see is what you get. Their products are formulated to be of the utmost quality. They're gluten-free, zero fat, and use all natural flavors. All their products are lab tested for the highest safety as well. You can dose Baked Bros on their own or you can mix it with your favorite foods or drinks. Baked Bros can be found at a dispensary near you and you can also learn more at bakebros.com. Definitely. Um, wow, so okay, talking a little bit about the endocannabinoid system, um, I'm just curious like what, I, I mean not, it's kind of new information. I know that they kind of really only discovered it like in the, I believe like in the 80s is when they kind of first. Late 80s, late early 80s, 90s yeah, is when there was a lot of research happening. Yeah. Um, is, do you, would you say that there's still things that we don't really know there's about? There's tons that, we don't, that we don't know. Yeah. Well, be, well, and that's because we've had cannabis locked in, right. you know, solitary confinement <laughs> along with like, what is it? It's like up there with meth. Yeah. Oh, uh, I think actually meth is scheduled too, I believe. Meth, yeah. <laughs> I think, well, right. No, coke, excuse don't, me. Cocaine is, yeah, something. Yeah, I don't well, know. Well, don't there. even get me started on, <laughs> on opiate-based painkillers. Right. Um, right. Which is, I believe oh, is probably the alternative for athletes, sure, right? So yeah. is that kind of, is that, you know, um, obviously with this company you guys are working towards fighting sort of these other alternative 
Well, I don't know that necessarily fighting them, but we want we want to be the alternative. Right. We want okay. we want people we want some light to be shed on the fact that cannabis is something that's essential for health, mm-hmm. and okay. that is an alternative to a lot of these either over the NSAIDs or opiate based painkillers, which you know in the back of my mind I think of them as opiate based people killers. Yeah. Um, definitely. And you know I know families that have been directly affected by the opiate crisis in this country. Um, and it's not lost on me that one of the big opiate, you know, these big pharma companies just Purdue. Purdue. Yeah. (laughs) Let's name drop. If we're going to call them out, just, they would rather pay $270 million to the state of Oklahoma than have facts disclosed. That's a very scary statistic. Yeah. Right. And there's 34 other states that are waiting in the wings to sue pharmaceutical companies over right. the same issue. So, meanwhile, we have cannabis that hasn't killed anybody and has no negative side effects. Right. So, what's everybody's problem here? Yeah. Um, uh, I feel like I got off topic. Where That's okay. No worries. No worries at all. No, yeah. it's, it's, it's important to sh- shed light, I think, on, on, on the sort of political implications of Yeah, of but I mean, I think and- it... For me, I mean, when I was first introduced to the notion of CBD, I can remember a long time ago seeing a documentary on some deep cable channel Mm -hmm. where they talked about the Stanley Brothers and Charlotte's Web. Mm -hmm. And I mean, everybody in this industry owes those guys a high five for opening that door and letting that genie out of the bottle. Um, And I can remember being super curious about it way back then. And the notion that there's this little girl, Charlotte Figgy, who was having... You know, 300 seizures yeah. a day, mm-hmm. which I think equates to like a seizure every five minutes. Wow, yeah. Zero life. And now she's, I, I haven't Fine. checked in on her lately, but yeah, I think she's cruising right along. Yeah. Um, and so there's more than just random anecdotal evidence right. that it works. And unfortunately, because, so going back to, you know, cannabis being locked in jail, mm-hmm. um, at least now hemp has been taken out of prison and right. completely decoupled from marijuana. And we have the 2018 farm bill that we can thank and Mitch McConnell from Kentucky and so on and so forth. Um, but now that that's done, we're going to see a lot more research. Right. And so you were asking, is there more to it? Yeah, there's so people that suspect that there's CB3 receptors. There may be more receptors than we even know about. Wow. Um, so, you know, for me, I notice a big difference when I stop taking it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's a lifestyle thing for me. I, I used to take a ton of like vitamins and supplements. I just don't do that anymore. I feel like I'm healthier if I just stay on a good regimen of a nice clean diet and have right. my CBD. Definitely. Pretty simple. Yeah. That's excellent. Yeah. Um, going, going off kind of uh, something like if, ever, if everyone, because I, be, I, you know, I believe in CBD and I think it should be something that's incorporated, as you say, in like your daily living. Mm-hmm. Um, what, something that I struggle with is knowing w- how much to take. I think is something that yeah. you know, is, and that that's that's across the board. Um, cannabis too, you know, like just uh, regular marijuana. Like what, like what is a, a appropriate dose? And I, I know that people differ, but what what is kind of standard in um, at least in CBD industry to yeah. sort of promote as like a a standard dose and kind of what does that look like? Yeah, well, everybody's different, right? Your body chemistry is different than mine. Our weights are different. Our diets are different. Our stress levels are different. Those are all going to be factors. But to boil something down to what's really simple and what seems to have been effective for our customers is to take one milligram of CBD per 10 pounds of body weight twice daily. Twice daily, okay. Uh, I'm going to take 20 milligrams in the morning and 20 milligrams in the evening. 
Um, we actually have a, a calculator on our website oh, cool. for people. They can put their body weight in, and it only works right now for the tinctures because the tinctures are very easy to modulate drop by drop. Um, mm -hmm. And we chose 600 and 1200 because there's about 600 drops in a bottle, and so there's either one milligram per drop or two milligrams per drop. So it makes kind of that figuring that part out a lot easier. Mm -hmm. um, so that tends to be a really good baseline for people. Um, and then sometimes though, it's a matter of if somebody's endocannabinoid system is really unhealthy mm -hmm. in a state of massive disrepair okay. because of poor diet, stress, you know, maybe they have a lot of toxins in their environment. Um, there's maybe other extenuating circumstances or for one thing can be age. So here's a really good example, my dad. Okay. Um, he's getting up there and I can remember, I, I was raised in a pretty conservative household. I don't wanna say strict, but it was pretty conservative. Mm -hmm. um, and I remember uh, about a year ago, getting to the point where I was like, I probably ought to tell my dad I'm doing this. <sighs> and I still, like, I'm a grown man. <laughs> And I was still like nervous about calling my dad and yeah. telling him. And he's like, oh my gosh, that's fantastic. You know, I've heard about this. Can I try it? Yeah. So I sent it to him. And getting back to the question of maybe how long does it take or what's the right dosage. So I had him taking it. And he, he called me about two weeks later and he said, not feeling anything. Mm. Not, nothing's happening. And I said, well, you know, just stay with it. You know, mm. if, if nothing happens, then that's the worst. It, but something good could happen. And if you need more, I'll send you more. And then, I don't know, five or six days later, he called and he said, okay, that stuff's amazing, wow. right? So that was never, I never had like that kind of epiphany moment, but there are a lot of people that almost have instant gratification. Mm -hmm. uh, for him, it took a while, I think, to rebuild his endocannabinoid system, to get right, more anandamide right. into circulation, to, uh, you know, and I'm a big believer, and I think this is, would be good for some scientists out there. So if there's a scientist or somebody, you know, that knows a scientist, <laughs> I would like to see a study to find out if having more anandamide and 2-AG in circulation actually causes the cells to sprout more receptors. Oh. In other words, like when it rains a lot, you get a super bloom. Right. Um, I suspect that's the case, but you know, the jury's out. There is no science on this. Um, right, not yet. Uh, but he just had a moment where he called me. He's like, I golfed yesterday. My hands didn't hurt. I was super focused. I'm sleeping better. And for him, one of the side effects was the motivation center in his brain was firing again. I mean, oh, he was okay, an yeah. older guy and, you know, he's with my stepmom and they're in Florida. He's like, well, well, when your stepmom would ask me to do something, it would take me, you know, two or three days to get to it. Now I just get out of my chair and go do it. Right. Um, and that's something that I've noticed is that by, you know, I, I feel like my motivation center is kicked in by, and maybe that was... Maybe there's some like uh, you know a correlation with correlation <laughs> to the fact that I was taking CBD and decided to start so a company. Right, wow. my motivation center was was thriving. Um, so, but but the answer to the question is I I work with a physical therapist who gives this to P. He works with a lot of trauma patients, and he had a trauma patient that had a six year migraine, basically from a head injury. Mm -hmm. She'd been given everything from baby aspirin all the way up to morphine. Nothing helped. She took the 1,200 milligram tincture, and six minutes later, her headache went away. Now, wow. your results may vary, but right. I mean that's the most like quick uh, evidence I've seen, the, the fastest results. Hey, so today we live during a really exciting time where cannabis is legal. And the landscape is ever-changing, and we have so many options to choose from, which is just really the best news for anyone who's excited about cannabis. 
The problem, though, is that there are so many options, too many options. You go to the dispensary and every single thing that you can think of is available to you in some cannabis form. They have inhalers, cookies, drinks, just everything. And if you're new to the space or you are just starting out to navigate the legal cannabis space, it can be very, very overwhelming to try and find what it is that you want. If you want something very specific, you may not even know how to communicate with the person at the dispensary to guide you to what it is that you're looking for. And the result of that might be that you end up spending your hard-earned money on a product that isn't gonna give you what you want. Simply put, you know what it is that you want from your cannabis experience. But up until now, there hasn't been an easy way for you to arrive at that. Sure, Leafly is gonna give you lots of options of products, but there's no guarantee you'll be able to find those products if you find the perfect one. Weedmaps, on the other hand, is gonna give you lots of places to find products, but there's no guarantee that they're gonna be able to give you the product that you want. Luckily, Canacopia solves these problems and more. Canacopia gives you all the control. You can dial in exactly what it is that you want from your cannabis. The mood that you're looking for, the effects, taste, consumption method, you name it, Canacopia is gonna give you an option to select based on your preferences. It gives you cannabis personalized, and you're gonna find the perfect strain, perfect product every time. And once you get a result, we're gonna give you a dispensary where you can find it, or you'll get a delivery method available to you immediately. Canacopia makes finding your experience easy, something that is needed right now in this time where there are so many options and you just don't know where to go. Canacopia is available for you in the App Store, whether you're on Android or Apple. Check us out today and discover your bliss. Wow. Well, well it's really good to hear about your dad. I'm glad that you yeah. know this. Sorry. I don't know. No, that's great. No, it's excellent. It's, it's always good to hear stories of other people. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, so you were, um, something I want to talk about is, obviously we're very excited about your, about your line and all your products that you have. Um, and now that CBD has kind of really hit the mainstream, you mentioned mm -hmm. the farm bill, how, you know, there are a lot of people moving into this space. Um, how can you distinguish who's legit, who's not? And also what do you think the future holds for sort of CBD? Like what, what direction is it going to be? Yeah. Well, the legit versus not legit is that's a tough one. Um, I would say that by and large, most of the companies in the space have what I would call an altruistic motive and, you know, a capitalist motive or a selfish motive. They, okay. know, I have a family to feed. I want to feed my right. family, but I also want to do something really good for society. Right. Um, it, it, I think it's becoming really, really hard to tell just from, well, this company puts their lab tests online, this company doesn't, so this company's better than that company. I don't know that that's necessarily a factor. I think that the questions you want to ask are, you know, are they truly coming up with their own recipes? Um, what's their source? What's their extraction method? What's their reasoning? What's their philosophy behind it? Um, do, they, do they take their own stuff? Are they using isolate? Um, what kind of claims are they making? I think it's really dangerous if they're making a lot of claims okay. and saying, hey, if you take this, you're going to have this result. The FDA doesn't like that. And I think that that's a dangerous place. I think that it has to be at this stage kind of up to the user. Mm -hmm. um, I would say a really good gauge is 
Uh, how long has the company been in business? Can you look at their testimonials? What do they? What kind of product reviews are on their website? Um, you know, I don't shout it from the rooftop, but you know, we want our customers to be happy. And I'm, in the past 15 months that we've actually sold product, I've only had two people return it. Okay. Um, so that, I think that speaks volumes. The other thing is, is are they using full spectrum? Mm. Can they? You know, can they even talk about the three main components of the endocannabinoid system, or are they just there to make money? Right. Um, I, I don't want to bash on companies that do gummies or some of these other delivery systems, um, but I don't think refined sugar is a really good delivery method. Okay. Uh, if you're trying to do something that's improving your body's health, refined sugar is definitely not that thing for me. Mm-hmm. The closest I'll ever come is the honey. Um, but honey okay. has a lot of other amazing benefits and we use raw or, you know, raw, I, I always want to say organic, but you can't call honey organic. Um, I mean, I would say the other thing is ask them if they have general and product liability insurance. Okay. You have to prove a lot to an insurance company to get that. Um, I don't, I haven't done a survey, but I have it. Um, you know, what are their distribution channels look like? Those are a lot of different questions that you can ask. Okay, great. Yeah. Well, um, we want to thank you so much for being here with us uh, today, Mike. And um, where, where can we find more about you and what kind of, um, you know, I know we have the product code for listening in. Yeah. Um, well, you can find us obviously online at sevenpointcbd.com. Um, and that's the word seven, not the number. Uh, we have some information, you know, there's an article that I wrote on the blog on there about the endocannabinoid system. So you can read up more on that. You can read on our product information so you can find us there. You can, you know, we have a small presence on Facebook. I don't really curate much of that. And then we're, you know, we're try to stay active on Instagram. Um, so those are where you can find us. Uh, customers can email info at sevenpointcbd.com and, you know, we'll get somebody will reach back out to them. We like to answer questions. We'd like to hear feedback from people and, um, is this the time to talk about the code? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, so for the listeners out there today, if you are really interested in seven points and you want to give it a try, you can use code CANA20, C-A-N-N-A, the number 20, and that'll take 20% off your order. Amazing. Thank you so much for being um, with us today, uh, Mike, and answering our questions about CBD. Just for a quick recap, today we talked about can CBD get you high, and the answer is no. It has a lot of health benefits, potentially for you, it's important for you to sort of um, try different things and be aware that it may take a little bit, uh, a little while for it, for it to work with your body. Um, everybody's experience is different. Um, it has a lot to do with your endocannabinoid system, which there's still a lot to be done um, research-wise on that and how discovering more about the endocannabinoid system can potentially impact your life and reestablishing sort of that homeostasis that I think we're, we all crave and need in our lives. Um, so thank you so much for tuning in today to our listeners. Once again, thank you, Mike. Really appreciate you being here. My pleasure. <laughs> and if you enjoyed this podcast episode and uh, you've got something meaningful out of it, definitely subscribe, give it a share, give it some likes, and we'll see you guys um, on the next episode. Mm-hmm.